0: I've been able to get a really good run on with, you know, eating well and eating healthy and exercising and so forth. So that's been great. And of course, the other mind movie I made was about love. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was very specific about the type of person that I wanted, very clear about what I wanted. And because, again, I'm not traveling like a crazy lady and I actually created space for relationship to come in, I was able to manifest, you know, my perfect partner.
1: You're listening to the Money and Meaning Podcast, where we chronicle the search for meaning over money. I'm your host, Kane Porter, National Certified Counselor and the world's number one financial hypnotherapist. This podcast is the mission-driven CEO's guide to wealth without burnout, guilt, or greed. So, let's get into today's show. to show you how to have a brain-based, heart-centered approach to leadership and service so you can create a higher producing, more productive team. But I have a question for you. Do you want to learn the five things every Gen X and Baby Boomer CEO needs to know to build a millennial dream team? You'll get it in this masterclass. This masterclass will help you change the company culture, get your team ready for change, and be more productive and higher producing. And you'll get there by answering a few questions. Now, let me explain. Hard work is no longer the key to success and millennials are well aware of this fact. They aren't willing to work hard, but they're willing to work smart, or work consistently. But what they're most interested in is working well. They have to believe in the mission and see how they fit in to the bigger picture. But you've got to show them. So in this search for meaning over money masterclass, I'll give you the five questions you must have the answers to and articulate to your team to not only motivate but activate them into action. So if you are interested in doing just that, then you need to click the link in the show notes and register for our upcoming Search for Meaning Over Money Masterclass. Build the millennial dream team that's going to take your company to number one in your industry. Start by registering for the Search for Meaning Over Money Masterclass. And I'll see you there. Hey there, my Pros Pros. How's it going? I'm so happy to have you here for this next episode. Got a question for you. What's your take or your opinion on visualization? Well, you do know it's a big part of hypnotherapy. If you've heard of NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, a lot of that is visual. The part of hypnotherapy, or the version, I should say, of hypnotherapy that we work with a lot and that we teach in our Tame Your Brain training is the visualization, really seeing it. Now, not everybody can visualize. Some people cannot, believe it or not, if you're not one of those people. And it's a pretty fair amount of, it could be like it's 20, 25% of the population, maybe not that high, but there's a good amount of people who aren't able to visualize. And for that reason, we have a way to make visualization easier. Have you ever made a vision board? Yeah, and and if you did, were you amazed at how the things on your vision board just unfolded? Because that's the way vision boards work. You just put them up, and even though your brain can't necessarily see v- visions itself, but for those of us who can it can be even more powerful. But even without having that sit down and hypnotherapy and visualize, just by making a vision board, you can bring your vision to reality. Well just imagine if that vision board was a video. One, it would make it easier for your brain to visualize it because even those who can't easily visualize, they can if they see it. So if I show you a red apple and then I have you close your eyes and then I ask you to imagine that red apple, you could do that easier than you can pull up the picture of the red apple if it's been a really long time since you have seen one. Or if I'm asking you to kind of make believe, maybe you've never seen a red apple. Maybe if I ask you to imagine you're in the cabin in the woods and you've never been to a cabin in the woods, it would be very difficult for you to imagine that. Well, my friend Natalie Ledwell and I, we talk all about visualization, but kind of on steroids. He has a company called Mind Movies and they use technology. They've like branded technology and vision boarding together to help visualizing become easier for you, which means manifestation is going to become easier for you. It means you're going to get what you want faster with more clarity. Because I don't know if you've ever experienced it. You try to manifest something and you think you're being clear to the universe, but you get it and it's like, eh, not quite. I call it the imposter. So the imposter comes first. Well, that's because your vision isn't as clear. But when you have a mind movie, it clarifies your vision. But there are a couple of things you need to have in place. And it's not just the pictures. The picture's just part of it. And Natalie talks all about, all the elements you need. And then she tells you how you can create your own My Movie. So the link will be in the show notes. And I encourage you to go ahead and do that because you can use this My Movie and play it over and over and over again. You can send it to your phone. And for those of you who are members of Prosperity Club, you will get access to a training that Natalie did just for us. Also, our Tame Your Brain. Students will get access to the same free training video that Natalie did. Now, in order to get access to my movies, you do have to pay, but it's actually a really super, super cheap product for like unlimited movies. You can make unlimited movies with just a small investment. When I say small, it's super small. Just click the link in the show notes and you won't even believe how small it is. And in the meantime, the other link that you'll see in the show notes is for our Tame Your Brain training. If you're a healthcare professional and you want to learn hypnotherapy, we have a way for you to do that. But before we get into that, why don't you just go ahead and make your own mind movie? I want to tell you more about the Tame Your Brain training Then I want you to listen to Natalie and I talk about my movies and then at the end you might want to do both you might want to go ahead and jump into the tame your brain training you might want to tell a friend about it but you're definitely going to want to tell everybody you know about my movies and make your own all right so without further ado enjoy this episode and I'll see you sooner Hey there, my Prosperos. Welcome back to another episode of the Money and Meaning Podcast. So happy you're here. And in this month, you know, January, I'm all about starting over, like my book suggests. And I know the beginning of the year is not the best time to start over, even though Americans think it is. But I want to push you to, to challenge you to, since you're starting over, this year has been tough. Starting over, huh? Because last year was so unorthodox. So I'm going to push you a little harder. And I have a guest today that's going to, even though I'm pushing you harder, she's actually going to make the journey easier. And you'll hear about it in just a second. So let me explain. So Aussie Natalie Letwell is a risk taker, nonconformist, and a rule breaker. So it's no wonder she is a powerful manifester. She's also an international renowned speaker best-selling author, law of attraction guru, and a podcast host like me. Natalie and I met last year at a retreat, and we hit it off from the beginning. And ever since then, we've been inspiring each other on a regular basis now. What I really want to impress upon you, though, about Natalie is that she is the co-founder of the revolutionary personal development company, Mind Movies. In the last seven years, Natalie and her team at My Movies have touched the lives of over six million people now. I think people across the globe are sharing their success stories with her and her team, and that has to feel phenomenal. So we're going to ask her about that. Plus, we're going to ask her about visualization, manifestation, and all the things My Movie. So guys, please join me in welcoming our guest today, Natalie Letwell. Hey, Natalie.
0: Hey, Kenea, how are you, darling?
1: I'm <laughs> oh, so good, and I'm so glad to hang out with you again.
0: I know, we always have the best conversations, and it's always yes. fun we share with other people.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. They should get this blessing. <laughs> <laughs> so you might know that we ask our guests one important question up top, and that is, what is your idea of prosperity?
0: Hmm. Well, prosperity, you know, is similar to abundance. It covers a number of different things for me. It's prosperity of love, prosperity of relationship, prosperity of finances, prosperity of money. For me, you know, if I am living a life where I wake up every morning and I feel like I'm living on purpose and I'm able to create financial freedom through that passion and through that purpose. And then, you know, as a result of that also have incredible, you know, show up as the best version of myself and have incredible relationships and so forth in my life, then, you know, I feel like I'm incredibly blessed.
1: Mm, Yeah.
0: it, It covers a number of things.
1: Okay. So I have to ask you a question, your accent. So did you say credible or like incredible relationships?
0: incredible.
1: <laughs> ah, okay. Okay. I was like, incredible you know, relationships. I need to know more <laughs> about this.
0: <laughs> no, the ones that blow your hair back, you
1: know? <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And as we've talked several times, you and I are both in, I mean, I don't know how new now that, you know, these relationships are still new, but we have both are in new relationships, not just our friendships. Like we have some new friendships in our lives, but we have new romantic relationships in our lives too. And that is just so yummy, right?
0: Right. I know you could find love during COVID. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Right. Yeah. We were like super manifestors. Like, yeah, to, to have, because the energy was, I would say the energy was down in the world, all over the world. And somehow still we managed to lift our energy up enough to attract something that incredible into our lives.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, at the beginning of 2020, when when COVID hit and we were sort of in lockdown, I took the time to actually make three mind movies at the beginning of, of last year. For those of you who maybe aren't familiar with a mind movie, it's kind of like a vision board, but it's it's a movie version of a vision board and it's a combination of affirmations and photos and music. So it's this dynamic little movie that you make that really describes and depicts, you know, what it is that you want to create and the reality that you want to create. So I made one my movie about business and specifically about this children's curriculum that I had created and I was still trying to get into the U.S. schooling system here. That was obviously in that my movie and and my first school started in October last year, so it's it's very, very exciting. I made one about my health and, of course, because I haven't been travelling like a crazy lady, I've been able to get a really good run on with, you know, eating well and eating healthy and exercising and so forth, so that's been great. And, of course, the other mind movie I made was about love, Mm -hmm. Uh, And was very specific about the type of person that I wanted, very clear about what I wanted. And because, again, I'm not traveling like a crazy lady, and I actually created space for relationship to come in, I was able to manifest, you know, my perfect partner. So, you know, I know 2020 was a challenge for a lot of people, but, you know, for me, I really made the most of, okay, well, this is where I'm at So, and this is, you know, this is where we're all at. So how do I make the most of this opportunity?
1: Wow. Yeah. And so I want to go to your My Movies. And it sounds like, like I said in the beginning, you're a powerful manifester, but not all of us are that powerful. And I would say I made a version of a My Movie, I guess it probably was about three years ago, even though I just met my honey, seven, eight months ago. Three years ago is when I made the movie. And at that time, I was in another relationship (laughs) and I made it saying that I wanted the current relationship to look like this. And it it, it is because I made the movie, things just started to fall apart and fall apart and fall apart. And I kept getting like confirmation that he was just not the one. And he was a great guy, but he just wasn't the guy for me. There were so many things that I needed that I just didn't have in that relationship. So if you describe him, it seems like a nice guy. Why couldn't somebody be happy with him? But I could have but I wouldn't have been like my true authentic happiness. And so it took that long for me to end up where I am now in this incredible relationship. So I want to talk a little bit about how the, the my movie manifests or unfolds because, because I made that movie, it actually made My relationship crumble, but I could have been ungrateful and like, oh no! I said my movie. I said I wanted to grow you, grow this relationship. You just crashed it and burned it. But actually, I was actually thankful that it did, so I can get into this new relationship. Do you find that people get scared when things start to change and not understand that that the universe is building the mind movie they asked for?
0: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, the one of the most powerful things about a mind movie is the process of making it and it's not just technically making it but getting clear about what you want Mm -hmm. when I talk about you know when I help people make their my movies it's like okay you know the affirmations is kind of like the narrative it's like you're telling the story through your affirmations and then you're finding photos that match those affirmations but when we're describing that you know you're really thinking about well what is it specifically that I want you know, is it an outrageously successful business? Is a loving and supporting relationship? Is it, you know, optimal health and energy? You know, whatever that is, you're going to think about what it is that you want, but then you want to describe what life looks like once you, mm. because, you know, when you're visualizing, like, you know, the, your mind maybe is like a prompt that helps you to go there. So, you know, because when we're talking about wealth, for example, you know, when you're visualizing, you're not necessarily visualizing a pile of cash because you really want to invoke some emotion. So, unless you're probably naked, rolling around in the cash, <laughs> I don't think that the cash itself is really, really building a lot of emotion. But it's what the money means, what it represents for you. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. we can spend the time to go in and go, okay, well, if I ha- if I'm financially free and I never have to worry about money, what does that mean to me? Like, what does that look like? you know, how does that change my day? How does it, you know, for me, you know, I'm depending, a a kind of ebbs and flows, but when I don't have a lot of work on, I can work a six hour day and then make sure I've got time for exercising and all other things. So I'm looking at my lifestyle. So that's part of what prosperity is for me, Mm -hmm. you know, like that I can get to design the day, my day, the way that I want. It could be for me now because of my health, you know, part of my health goals was that I want to go shopping and buy it online because, you know, no one's going into stores anymore, but order a size 10 or a medium or whatever and know that it's going to fit me, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and these are the little, the little tiny things that wealth represents to me or prosperity represents, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, the, the other thing I get asked people to think about is like why? Like why do you want this? You think about why for the people that you're serving. Like, you know, if you're talking about a business, then, you know, how is your business going to be benefiting them? And then you think about, well, the why for the people that you love. Like if you've created this incredible, amazing business, then how does it benefit the people that you love? And then, of course, you want to think about yourself as well. And, you know, and I always say, look, get as selfish as you want. You know, I have a girlfriend and the reason she created a business for herself is because she wanted to be able to afford to have a massage once a week. <laughs> she exactly. wanted the, the money to be able to afford that, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, when yeah. you think about it's that that's the fuel that keeps you going when you hit your hurdles and everything, you know. But but one of the most important affirmations I ask people to include is, you know, how do we need to change the way we think to be mm. able to create this reality because the bad news is that our thoughts have got us to where we are but the good news is that our thoughts got us to where we are (laughs) all we need to do is change the way we think you know the change the way with that we see things like you know be aware of the negative thoughts the programming and the things that are coming to the surface especially when you're working towards you know a goal that you want to achieve because that's when we start to challenge all of these you know these programs that we have become aware of what they are write them down and then go okay well if these are not serving me then what am I choosing to think instead you know Mm -hmm. when you add that to something like a list of affirmations or a mind movie and you're reminding yourself all the time it really helps you to be able to reprogram the way that you think so that you are in alignment with this amazing future that you want to create for yourself so, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's kind of the narrative that I, that I encourage people to, to write out. And once you get that clear on all of that, wow, it's so easy for you to go there in your mind. It, you know, it makes that whole visualization process so much easier.
1: That is so true. And as you guys know, listening, you know, this is work that I do. So that's one of the reasons why Natalie and I connected so much. And what I want to get your perspective on is, Hmm, I don't want to see what the question is. The question is, how does the technology work? Of course, I'm talking about the brain and this movie working together in concert to give, you know, to create or to manifest this idea. But what would you say is the secret sauce behind this technology that is coming? Like you you created this technology, but the brain also has some technology and the two are working together, right? Am right. I, Am I understanding that right?
0: Yeah, so mm-hmm. this is, you know, when we originally started my Movies and had the idea of, you know, starting the, the website and everything, we'd only just seen The Secret. Like this is back in 2007 and The Secret had just been on Oprah and everyone was talking about The Law of Attraction. And when I watched that movie, uh, there was a couple of things that were that were big takeaways for me that I didn't know before and it made the, all the difference to my success. And one of the things was that when you visualize and, you know, see yourself in your future, it, it's not that you just see yourself. You have to feel what it's like to already be there. You have to be in that emotion because when we understand the, the basics of the law of attraction, it means like attracts like. Okay, so we want to be resonating at the same frequency as the things that we want to attract to make our dreams a reality. So what is that frequency? How do we manipulate that? Well, our emotions are that frequency. The emotions, mm-hmm. are the frequency we send out into the universe or out into the unified field. And so the secret sauce when it comes to a mind movie is the music. Ah, oh. Because, okay. yes, you can write out everything yeah. and describe as if it's happening now and have the photos and everything, but the music is what helps you to easily put yourself in that elevated emotion which makes it easy for you to feel what it's like to already be there. So yep. and you don't necessarily need to be feeling joy and happiness, you don't necessarily have to have an upbeat song like for example with the my love mind movie I used John Legends you know all of me that song like I used a love song obviously mm-hmm. because it's a love mind movie and so when I'm listening to that I I'm feeling so much love when I am listening to that song it's like a yeah. You know, if my health and fitness one, I used a song called "Confident" by Demi Lovato, which mm-hmm. is definitely hard. You know, but it's like I can when I listen to that song, I can see myself strutting. You know, I can see myself yeah. fit and healthy and and really walking with confidence because I'm happy and comfortable within my skin because I've got all this vitality and energy. So when you choose yeah. appropriate song, it helps you to get into that elevated emotion. That really is the secret sauce you know, inside the software where you can, you know, because we created software so people can make their own movies, you know, we have subliminal tracks also that you can add, which has gone that that extra layer. And so uh, you can choose a subliminal track that kind of goes in underneath your music. You don't audibly hear it, but subconsciously you're absorbing all of these affirmations on top of what you're seeing and hearing with your My Movie. So it adds that extra you know, scientific layer of, you know, really reprogramming our subconscious mind. Because, you know, that's the biggest hurdle that we all have to overcome.
1: Yeah, so, so true. Our yeah. emotions can really get in our way. And if you can use something that already evokes the the proper emotion in you, it makes it that much easier. And that's what I meant in the beginning when I said you were going to show us how to make it just a little bit easier. To start over, start our mindset over. That is a is a great tool and tip for doing that. And I love that about the My Movie because one of the things that we ask people to do is choose a theme song at the beginning of the year. And with your Mind Movies, it sounds like each Mind Movie has its own theme song. Like you said, you have one for love, you have one for business. And depending upon what you're talking about, that certain emotion is important. Like your health is a certain emotion. When you talk about your relationship, that's another emotion. And when you talk about your business, that's a different emotion. So you want to be able to evoke that when you are manifesting that idea. So it's so incredible that you say that because music really is so powerful. We, you know, I guess we don't give it its credit, but it can do all kinds of things. And that is why when I'm doing hypnotherapy, I have to be very thoughtful about the music that I use because it can do the opposite. It can trigger somebody into a bad feeling. And I don't want that during hypnotherapy. So the same is true. And that's why I said this technology that you created works with The technology of the brain, because the brain is obedient; it's going to do what you tell it to do. But even though people think it's not, people think that the brain is is their enemy; it's against them. But really, if you just understand how your brain works and you work with it, then you could have this powerful life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the other thing that the mind maybe does as well is it really helps you to, like I said, you know, when you when you're visualizing because. The mind movie doesn't do the work. You do the work. Absolutely. You're the work, right? And it's kind of just a, a little prompt to help you to, to go there in your mind. Now, when you are visualizing, what I recommend is that you don't see yourself as a as a character in a movie, in a scene. You actually put yourself in the moment. We can go, okay, look, I want to create outrageous success and wealth in my life. Or when you go to visualize that, that, that could mean a lot of different things, but if you want to powerfully become this vibrational match and have your energy and your, your emotions matching that, then just choose one moment or one scene that you can put yourself in and, and use every single sense that you have to make this so real that your subconscious mind doesn't realize it's not actually happening in the moment. So yeah. you know an example yep. of that is you know for me and I actually created this with my honey only a couple of months into us seeing each other and I would have this scene where I'd but I'm imagining my partner I'm imagining us being on vacation together and we're at a beach and so I can feel the deck chair underneath my bum you know and then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. feel the heat of the sun on my skin and I can hear the waves just gently crashing and, and smell the ocean I've got all of my senses going and I'm, you know, drinking a piña coladas and I can taste the, the pineapple and the coconut, you know, and then I'm reaching across and I'm grabbing my partner's hand and not that I see a face but I just see a figure and what I'm feeling in that moment is pure contentment mm-hmm. and love and gratitude, you know. Yeah, and we did a road trip up to Monterey, you know, a couple of months after we'd met and we were sitting on the beach and I'm just like, oh, my goodness, this is... <laughs> Um, I so created this.
1: (laughs) That's so awesome. Yes. Two things I want to add to what you're saying. I know sometimes people find it difficult. As a hypnotherapist, it can be difficult for some to imagine and even more difficult to imagine yourself. So if I tell you, imagine a rose, a red rose, you might be able to do that. But if I say, imagine yourself holding a red rose, because maybe that hasn't happened yet, you find it difficult to do that. So what I suggest is that first seeing it as a movie, seeing yourself on a screen first and then putting yourself in it, because the way the brain works for some of us, imagination is easy. We didn't lose it when, you know, when we were seven years old, we can imagine ourselves anywhere in the world. But as we become adults, for some reason, it's like it goes away and we, we just let it chip away with all the responsibilities. And so sometimes when I sit with people, they're like, I can't imagine, I can't imagine. They can, they're just they've been, it's been covered up. So we have to work sometimes to get to that, that possibility of imagination and allowing their brains to see themselves and feel the things and, and visualize, but you can do it. It just takes time. So I I encourage the listeners to understand that this is something you are capable of. You just have to take your time to get there. And it might be a tool or two in front of what Natalie described for you. If, if that is a difficulty for you.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree with you because that was me. Before oh, really? We started mind movies, I could not visualize. Like, I know we we owned a nightclub at one stage, and you know we we drew up plans and everything, and you know, and my husband at the time was like, "Yeah, we're gonna have this and that." And I'm like, I can't even see that. <laughs> I can't even imagine what that paint is gonna look like on the wall. Like, I had no ability whatsoever. But of course, mind movies was the tool that helped me get there.
1: Mm, Nice. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that because a lot of times we feel like it's we got to do it all by ourselves. Right. But we are here for you guys and we're telling you we have tools for you and we're going to tell you how later you can make your own my movie. So, you know, stay tuned into the end. So I'm glad. I'm so glad you mentioned that because, yeah, you can do this on your own. Absolutely. But when implemented properly, this can be so powerful. So, why do it on your own and have all of that trial and error when you have a step by step process that's going to walk you through, make it easy for you? You don't have to do it on your own. You don't have to Google images and try to search through the 18,000. You ask for this image and comes back with a puppy, and you're like, that 's not what I asked for right you don 't have to go <laughs> you don 't have to go through that, so we 're about to make it really simple for you. The other thing I wanted to mention was you talked about the my movie is not the work you 're the work you 're doing the work, and so i 'll give you an example. I was having a challenge with my hip and my I guess my spine was really the challenge, and I learned that other members of my family. Also had this, the older, elder members of my family. And I'm like, oh, shoot. This is something hereditary. But I refuse to believe that. I don't care if it was supposed to be hereditary. I'm not doing this. This is not my life. Not doing that. And so I went into my mind moving process and just like you, you know, imagining myself healthy and not feeling that discomfort. And it wasn't debilitating. I could still walk and run and do all the things, but it was something I felt. And I didn't want to feel that. I wanted to walk freely and go to sleep freely and not have that challenge. But one of the things, so as I was doing my meditation, I asked, I asked my hip, what do you need? What do you need? And it came up that it was gluten that was creating the inflammation. Now, did I go to the doctor for this? No, but I'm a hypnotherapist and I have a powerful manifester like Natalie. So I was able to tap into and listen to my body and it told me gluten. Now I could have continued to eat gluten and think that my mind movie was going to make this hip pain go away. But I did not do that. I listened to my body because the mind movie was what my mind needed, my brain needed to give me that information. Oh, you don't want to feel this anymore. Oh, let me help you. You need to stop eating that gluten. Oh, thank you. So glad you told me that. And ever since I did that, no discomfort, no pain.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the cool thing about our bodies and how amazing they are is that when we have some kind of pain or discomfort, it's our body trying to tell us, hey, listen, you need to pay attention. There's yeah. something here that I need to tell you about that you need to look at. I have the same thing. I, my right knee was giving me so much pain, I ended up having like a partial replacement on it and, you know, not an, iota of pain since then it's been amazing. But of course it transferred to the left knee, didn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> because my body's like, you didn't listen. You just, you just tried to circumvent it circumvented by having the surgery. So, you know, so now this the, the last year I, you know, I was working with a coach and, you know, and a, a lot of the knee problems is about the fear about moving forward. Yes. You know, I had this huge project, the children's curriculum, the social emotional learning curriculum that I created. And I was having a lot of issues with my small self, with my programming telling me, you know, this is ridiculous. You're going to schools. This is too hard. You're not qualified. Mm. It's going to, you know, what if it doesn't work? You know, so I was having those doubts until I was able to clear that. My knee was giving me a lot of trouble, but since then I've been able to heal it. So, you know, wow. we can really listen to our bodies and go, okay, ooh, that's not, doesn't feel good. And, and, you know, like you said, even if you sit in a meditation, and the trick is, you know, when we can be in that meditation and we invite inspiration in, we invite the downloads in, more often than not, or well, nearly every time, we will get an answer mm-hmm. as long as we remain quiet long enough to hear it. Asking, <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. go, well, you know, what's happening here? Like I have a little process in the morning. Because I know that scientifically, you know, our brains are in naturally in theta brainwave activity as we're falling asleep and as we're waking up. Now, theta is that brainwave state that when we, can, we try and get there in meditation, and it makes us coherent with the unified field. It makes us connected with the unified field. So I know that when it's, I'm waking up and my eyes are still closed, but my brain's kicking in, that when I ask a question, I always get an answer. Mhm And I think that that the frequency of me asking the question is what invites that in, but when i when I do get that download or when I get that inspiration, I always take action on it, and, yeah. you know which I think is what opens up that channel for for more of that to come in.
1: So true. Funny story. <laughs> Girlfriends, but since you guys are listening, you can share it with me too. <laughs> but early in my relationship, that happens to me all the time. And so early in my relationship, as the moment I wake up and that answer is there for me, I would grab my phone and write it down because in that first 20 minutes of waking up, you're still kind of in in subconscious brain so you could lose it. And so I'd like write it down, but I'd grab my phone and put it in notes. And so <laughs> my boyfriend's like, what is up with the, who are you texting in the first thing at five o'clock in the morning? <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, no, it's not that. Like, I totally just, like my brain gives me answers in the morning and I've got to keep them. And so now he jokes, like if I, if I jump up to the, he's like, got an answer. I'm like, yeah, so good. I'll tell you in just a second. I'm like, but finish the typing. So it's like our own ongoing joke. But yeah, that I have that too. I love it. Isn't it just so like, it's so kind of the universe of the brain to give us that first thing in the morning and, it, and then we accept it and receive it and just be grateful for that, huh?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is when we're, you know, purposely in, in invoking the law of attraction, I teach, you know, the, the basics of how to do that. You know, you want to be in your happy place first. You need to be in your high frequency emotions. You know, then you set your intention and you get clear about what you want. You know, you you do your visualizations, you take your action and so forth. But the reason we do that is to leverage the power of the universe. You know, when we're, when we're doing these intentions and we're, you know, and we're asking for what we want, who do you think we're asking? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and so for us to not, uh, to, you know, have that ability or have that at our disposal and then not rely on it or not ask for the extra help. I mean, mm. honestly, before I really understood the law of attraction and, and I saw the secret, you know, I was one of these people, you know, my my now ex-husband and I were serial entrepreneurs. You know, we had like four different businesses we were running at the same time. We, You know, action was never a problem. We were, you know, really putting in a lot of effort but still struggling financially. And I'm like, I don't get it. And mm. then when we kind of realized what the law of attraction was all about and our visualizing and all those kind of things then it was like the lever that we needed. And since then, we've had exponential success. You know, we have outrageously successful business. And like you said, we've reached over 6 million people around the world and, we, you know, we're just getting started, like really. And it's because we, you know, I don't need to have all my ducks in a row. I know I don't need to have the whole plan. I know that if I'm doing all of these things, and i'm asking for guidance along the way then what i need will show up for me and yep. i know that will help me get it yep. done, you know
1: yeah so <laughs> that is so incredible that you say that first of all i don't know if the listeners are hearing this but i am always so proud of you when you talk about the way that you and your ex-husband relate because Yes, society. Before working this work, I was working with couples, but society makes us believe that divorce is the end, and then you have to hate each other. So I'm so glad that you talk about your ex husband and business partner in this very loving way, even though that relationship ended.
0: Oh yeah, no, we have an incredible relationship, and you know I have a podcast called Not Over, Just Different which is the term that I coined after our marriage ended. And we were married for 20 years and we had a wild adventure of a marriage. It was crazy. It was awesome. It was amazing. But then I got into my mid-40s and was getting this message, you know, you're wasting time. and I'm like, I don't know what that means. And I started to get this feeling that I needed to step up and do more. But I didn't feel like I could do that still in relationship with Glenn or still married to Glenn. We ended our marriage, and even in the moment when it ended, we were friends. It was wow. okay, you know. We we kind of both realized that we got to a point where it, you know it needed to change. Thanksgiving last year, just the weekend before Thanksgiving, my new beau <laughs> and I went out to to Vegas and had friendsgiving with with Glenn and his fiance. So. You know, we have this you know amazing relationship that we can nurture and he's an incredible and amazing guy. He's the perfect, perfect business partner for me because he's the marketing genius and I'm the face of the company. So oh. our skill sets complement each other and we don't even have to be in the same country and we can still work together. So, so yeah. you know, all smiles, all teeth, darling. It's, it's great.
1: <laughs> yes. Talk about technology. I love that. That's so incredible. And... What's so awesome about it is that your significant others get it, you know, like the, I guess the energy is that strong that they get it as well because they don't have to, you know?
0: No. Well, that was, I, mean, I mean, honestly, you know, I remember when I spoke to Bert about it originally, he goes, he goes you know, this is a really weird, weird conversation. <laughs> and I go, Yes. I, I know it is like, but once you, once we're in each other's company, I think you'll, you'll understand and you'll get to see. Yeah. Yeah. So they're super comfortable around each other and it's, it's, it's great. It's awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful. There was something that I was thinking earlier. It, and let me see if I can word it properly. So in hypnotherapy, a lot of times people will say other hypnotherapists will say that the person has to believe what we're working on in order for hypnotherapy to work. And, I found, because I do hypnotherapy a certain way and it's similar to others, but I have my own way and it's a little different. And so all I really need is like, kind of like what, if you ever heard Christians say like that mustard seed of faith or whatever, like that's really all I need. If somebody just kind of sort of believes, maybe a little bit, tiny bit inside of them like, well, it might work, but it probably won't. That's all I need. And then I can take them further. What would you say is the belief that you need when it comes to your mind movie?
0: Well, here is the thing, because the law of attraction is a universal law, which means it's happening all of the time. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't believe that it works, then I you know, challenge you to look at your current situation <laughs> and then be honest about the thoughts that you're thinking and see whether those thoughts are actually creating exactly what's happening for you now. So if you find that you're the type of person that probably airs on the on the more negative side or you know you get easily caught up in conversations with other people about how terrible the world is and how bad the pandemic's been and how bad the economy and whatever whoever political party that you that you you know like all of that if you find that you get caught up in these lower vibrational uh, like conversations or that you find yourself saying things like well that will never work for me or mm-hmm. you know like who do who am i to be able to do that like you know like i don't know anyone that's successful why should i be successful mm-hmm. when you think about that those thoughts perpetuating what's happening in your reality now
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you know like i said that's the good news and the bad news it's yep. liberating to know, oh, God, it's just my thoughts. Great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's when when you said that, that's what I was going to ask you about. So, and it's so funny because, like you said, if you look at what you're manifesting, you are a powerful manifester. You're just manifesting what you don't want because yeah. you keep talking about what you don't want. So, yes. so it's working.
0: <laughs> it what we focus on expands. Yes. So, and I absolutely. It. It's hard. It's hard when you're in debt to see anything but the dead. Yeah. It's hard when you're in physical pain to see anything but the pain. Yep. But the thing is, and the only way that you can release yourself from that situation is to focus on something different is to look at something different, you know, and, you know, I was, I mean, I quickly mentioned it before, but, you know, in my whole manifestation process, the first step is really getting into what I call your happy place Meaning mm-hmm. that we want to live as much as we can in our higher frequency emotions. You know, so we want to be in, you know, happiness, joy, pride, accomplishment, courage, contentment, or, you know, whatever those, you know, higher frequency emotions are. When you're in debt and in pain, it's difficult to see anything but your current situation. So the easiest way to be able to get out of what you're staring at or what you're looking at and getting into a higher frequency is gratitude because it doesn't matter how, you know, how bad a situation may be, you know, we all still have a roof over our head. We have access to nutritious food. We have heat. We have electricity. We have, there are so many things that we have in our life. You know, we have family. We have, you know, there are, and when we can sort of sit in that place of gratitude and raise our frequency just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's easier for us when we're thinking about what it is that we want to achieve, not just to see ourselves out of our current situation, but to really get a little bold in what it is that we want to achieve. Yes, you know, I like
1: that. And along with that, getting bold, taking some responsibility because we're often you know, putting the locus of control outside. And if we're talking about the law of attraction, that's still sort of outside if you think about it, but it really is internal. So when people think of the law of attraction and the universe, they're thinking of all this stuff out external, not knowing that the universe is inside of them. All of the law of attraction is inside of them. And so you have to take some responsibility for what's happening in your life rather than saying, oh, the government or God or my ex, you know, whoever, giving all of that control to other people because they don't have that control. It's your control. You're just giving it up.
0: That's right. Because it's not until we take responsibility that we can actually do anything about it. If it's yep. if it's the if we're blaming, you know, someone or something outside of ourselves, we've lost all control. You know, I know towards the end of my marriage, I mean, Glenn, he copped the blame for everything. <laughs> <laughs> it was his fault that I was overweight. It was his fault that I couldn't shine. It was his fault I was unhappy. And of course, as soon as we broke up, I lost my scapegoat and I'm like, oh, <laughs> "Damn, okay, well if it's not him, it has to be me, you know. <laughs> so i like, all right. <laughs> yes, that's so and, and funny. I, and, I, and then I had the ability to make changes, you know, yeah. then that I, that I could for the first time see how I was showing up. And that was one of the first questions I asked when my marriage ended. I'm like, well, what was my contribution to the end of my marriage? How mm. did I show up in this? Because I know it wasn't just – gland and I know you know I know a lot of it was me as well and the way yeah. that I'm thinking and feeling I'm like you know where is this coming from why did I show up like that why was I why did that behavior annoy me like like and I really kind of did a d- deep dive into to understanding myself more because I'm like well if I need to release all of this negativity and to really step into the best version that I can be because you know, I I remember the the when we first broke up, I was like, oh my god, I don't even know who I am without him. You know, wow. twenty years is a long time, and we yeah. were high profile couples. Everyone knew we were always, you know, the party was always at our place. It was always always like that. And then I think about four days later, I I, I remember having a thought and thinking, wait a minute, who do I want to be? Like, I get to completely reinvent myself. This is an incredible opportunity for me to go well well, who am I? And I honestly took about six months to shed him. Like, you know, mm. i say something and go, ooh, that's not me. That's Glenn. Like, what do <laughs> I think about this? And I really had to get into the, well, what's, a, what a, what a, what a, what's my viewpoint on this particular thing? You know, I remember doing a uh, an interview with Panache Desai, like a, a spiritual leader. He was on Oprah. Mm. And I was saying to him, it's Nat 2.0. And he goes, no, no, no. He goes, it's original Nat. He goes, Ooh. And that's what it was. I felt like I'd kind of, you know, everything that I did to change myself to be with Glenn, I was able to kind of release all of that and got back to, you know, the core of who I really am. And part of that was having time by myself and being alone with my own thoughts and really, you know, challenging myself and going, well, what do I think about this? And how, you know, how do I want to show up like this? And who do I want to be? And what, what do I want to be known for? And you know, and all of these different things. And it took, you know, like I said, at least six months to get to a point where i was thinking, oh, you know. But of course, it's been—it's a life journey. It's a life journey. And yep. honestly, the reason that I attracted Bert into my life, my new guy, is it took me a lot of work to become this person, this version of who I am, and he is the perfect guy for this version of who I am. Mhm.
1: Yeah. Yep. Mhm. I do. Awesome. Oh my gosh, I have one more question for you. But so I feel like there's like seven more podcasts in us. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> so for for the members of the Prosperity Club, the good thing is Natalie's coming to hang out with us and really teach us how to make our own my movie. So if you're not already a, a Prosperity Club member, you want to become one so that you can have this. And she's going to do this for us because we are powerful manifestors and we manifest it with her and her her teachings as you have already seen over the last, what, 45 minutes, it's so easy. It's so light. I love the way you explain it all. It's so doable. And that to me is what is the most powerful part of what you're doing for the world is you're making it accessible. It doesn't sound all woo-woo and scary and impossible. It sounds very possible. So thank you so much for doing what you're doing and doing it here with us.
0: Yay. No, it's been, I mean, like, you know, I love our conversations, and and when we have these high frequency conversations, it's like you know I'm buzzing. But I, like I said, I'm so happy that we we get to share this, and I'm really looking forward to working with your community and going through the process of making a my movie because it is so much fun. It is so much fun, and like I said, once you get clear, you you have no idea how quickly things fall into place.
1: Oh, so exciting. true, so so true. Yeah. Yes. All right. So. We have to wrap it up with our last question. And we ask every guest to give us the best advice they've ever received or the advice you wish somebody would have told you.
0: Hmm. Well, I think one of the pieces, I mean, I've got had a lot of mentors and a lot of coaches and a lot of amazing people help me along the way. But I think one of the things that I strive to do is that, uh, you know, when I'm part of groups or, you know, those, those kind of things is that I want to put myself in rooms where I'm not the smartest person in the room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. I I have, I have groups and, and friends that, you know, that yes, you know, we, we are peers, but sometimes i like to put myself in situations where i'm really not the smartest person in the room <laughs> and uh, and which could be even a little intimidating for me but i purposely put myself in those situations so yep. um, and be open to learning
1: yes yep that's what i was <laughs> going to say it forces you yeah I'm with you. I'm right there with you. It's something I learned recently, not even that many years ago. It's something I've learned in the last couple of years of of my life. And especially last year, it was a beautiful lesson because some people like you and the other ladies that we're connected with, I don't feel like I have to teach a lot of times when I'm in a room I feel like I gotta teach because this is the stuff you and I are this conversation you and I ha- are having most a lot of people don't know this and so when I'm having conversations with people I'm I tend to coach along the way and I'm like oh well let me correct your language and oh cancel that universe she didn't mean to say that you know <laughs> and so I don't have to do that and it's so, it feels so good but also there's so much more knowledge that I get from you just listening and so that to me is, that's really is great advice. So if you guys haven't done that, and because our listeners are pretty smart people, you know, we, we have pretty smart listeners. And so I imagine that many times they are the smartest person in the room and it can be annoying, but it can also be an ego boost, right? Mm. <laughs> so you got to force yourself to get out of those rooms and into other rooms. So thank you for sharing that with us. And I'm so sad to say we got to schedule another day to yeah. <laughs> finish. <laughs> but the good thing is we already have two things on the schedule, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so lucky us. So I can't wait to talk to you again in a couple of weeks. But for today. I'm going to say goodbye and guys, thank you so much for listening all the way to end. I know you got so much value and we're going to put a link in the show notes to tell you how you can make your own My movie. Now, whether you join the Prosperity Club or not, you'll still be able to do it. So go to show notes. It'll be a link in the show notes and we'll tell you exactly how to do it. Awesome! Awesome. So thank you guys. And I will see you next week. Thanks, Natalie. Thanks. Thanks for listening all the way to the end, my Prosperity Pro. I want to stay connected with you. Here are four ways. Pick the one that works best for you if you want to stay connected with me. One, if you have any questions, I'd love to answer them. Send them to podcast at presidentiallifestyle.com. I'd love it if you would make a one or two minute audio message and attach it to an email. That'd be the easiest way for me to get it. Ask me anything about creating a life of meaning over money, and I'll get you an answer. Remember, the email address is podcast at presidentiallifestyle.com. Two, subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends, because you guys might want to have a discussion about it, especially if they're a CEO who wants to shift from the old American dream to a life of meaning. Three, we try not to have any sponsors on this show unless they are truly in line with our values. I mean, really a good fit. So that means we fund this podcast ourselves. I'd like you to take a look at our resource page to see if there's any products or services that we recommend that are right for you. If not, no worries, maybe later. If so, please use our affiliate link to purchase. Thank you in advance for doing that. You are such an amazing person. Okay, four and last. If you want to know what's happening over here at Presidential Lifestyle and you want us to email you the update, then go to com slash blog slash now and you'll see the current updated blog for the week. But you'll also see a link to subscribe to that blog. We can email it to you if you like. That's presidentiallifestyle.com slash blog slash now. Don't worry. You don't have to remember that link or any links. They're all in the show notes. Oh, and I forgot to say, if you're enjoying this podcast, go ahead and leave us a review and tell us how much you're enjoying it. And now for the legalese. This podcast is not to replace professional counsel. The best advice is from a professional who knows you and your specific situation. The topics discussed in this podcast are genuine in nature and for informational or entertainment purposes only. We encourage you to meet with a professional that you can discuss your specific situation with. Whether you choose us or someone else, one-on-one counsel is important whether it's a financial, therapeutic, legal, or other decision. So that's all for now. I'll see you next episode. And remember, you can have wealth in all of its forms. Believe it, and you'll soon see it.